It is December 21st. There are still three whole shopping days before Christmas for lots of time. For all of you who like to leave things till the last minute, you still have two full days to wait until you start your shopping. So good luck with that. Stresses me out. Oh, my God. I am on par, though. I think where I usually am when it comes to Christmas shopping. I didn't start shopping in November like I wanted to. That's normal. I am very used to that. Uh, I bought a few things around the 15th, and I was like, I'm golden. I'm good. This is fine. I felt good about things. And then a couple days ago, I was like, wait a sec. I still need a bunch of things. <laughs> so a couple days of running around, and I'm okay. Uh, I need to pick up a couple of lottery scratch ticket packs for stockings, but I even made it through, um, and this one's terrible, the, oh crap, what I wanted to buy that person isn't in stock anymore, and then was able to find something of equal goodness in its place. And that's, that is stressful. I have had it happen to me a lot, and that is why you start shopping earlier, but I just, I can't. So this is how I live, and I'm content with that. <laughs> Despite the mild temperatures we've been having, the Miwasan Skating Rink is finally open, uh, beautifully situated right next to the Besboro, in case you haven't been there. It's one of the most beautiful winter spots in the city. Like, come on. It just begs to be used in a Hallmark Christmas movie, right? Uh, it's been the site of a number of engagements uh, and injuries, and I am one of those injuries. I have such high expectations when it comes to skating, and just, like, real quick background for you, I can't skate. Like, I have the weakest ankles, and it is just not meant to be for me, but I still think I can skate, like, oh, maybe this year it'll go better. I even got proper hockey skates a few years ago that fit me right. Um, I learned how to properly tie them. No, this doesn't work. I don't fall a lot, but I also don't move a lot, <laughs> which is the perfect combination. I just basically walk around the rink, uh, secretly hating all the people who can actually skate. And yes, that includes those adorable children too. Oh, being outdone by a child in anything... It's humiliating, and chances are I will still head down there at some point this winter to subject myself to a somewhat terrible hour of winter fun. <laughs> Regardless, it really is beautiful down there, and it does end up being a great time. They have a fire. The rink is open Wednesdays to Sundays, noon to 8 p.m. Admission is free. It's great. Yesterday, um, we were chatting about the question that I had asked on the Facebook page. If you had to hide a paperclip somewhere in the house, where would you hide it so no one could find it? And so many answers, right? Like, ridiculous. Some of them were incredibly clever, like unfolding it and slipping it into a pickle and putting that pickle back in the jar in the fridge, right? Like, great answers. Got a lot of litter box and toilet suggestions, which I get. Um, and then a few similar to Marnie's answer. She said, in the toilet paper roll that no one seems to know how to change except me. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but I also wanted to address the number of comments I got uh, that involved what they call fridge blindness, which is actually, like, there's a definition. I looked it up. Selective loss of visual sharpness in association with a common foraging behavior, i.e. not being able to find something when you go to the fridge, right? So someone says, hey, honey, can you grab the pickles from the fridge? They go to the fridge, claim they can't find them. Wife comes over, boom, there they are, front and center. And this is, it's a thing that exists. 
apparently. Um, and then, uh, Rachel's comment, I really like this one as well. She goes, is the detective, because this was the other thing, you, you hide the paperclip and a detective has 24 hours to find it. If they can't find it, you get 10 grand. Rachel said, is the detective my husband? If so, on the otherwise empty kitchen counter is where I'd hide it, or in a cupboard at eye level, front and center, or perhaps taped to the side of a four liter jug of milk in an empty fridge. <laughs> Super entertaining. Thanks for all the comments. I say that number a lot, but it is my goal to get it in your brain so you never forget it. Um, that's the number you text. The word lacrosse too, uh, in order to possibly score four tickets to the New Year's Eve rush game, which is going to be a great time. Uh, this is very exciting news for residents of Blairmore, Kensington area. Nalt Road has an opening date, and that date is today. It is going to reopen between 22nd and 33rd Streets for the afternoon commute today. So not this morning, unfortunately, but it should be open uh, this afternoon. New street lighting has been installed. There's new signage. Pavement markings are down. Single lanes of traffic are going to be open in each direction. There will be reduced speed limits, though, throughout the winter because it's still an active construction zone. It was apparently uh, a really big project because uh, it's been, I feel like it's been closed for almost a year. Is that right? I don't know. There were just a lot of delays. Um, and I f- remember this was probably like a month or two ago when I gave out the text line number, 9380963. And I said, you know, uh, text in whatever, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions. And someone texted in. Do you know when Nalt Road is opening? <laughs> And I didn't, um, unfortunately. But now, rest assured, it is going to be open for this afternoon's commute. And um, there is another chunk of the project that's going to be completed next year. So this is like stage three of four or four of five. I'm not sure what exactly is all entailed. But regardless, uh, congratulations. Is that what you say? Congratulations. Seven, whoa, 720 with Queen, 96.3 Cruise FM. My microphone was incredibly loud there. Apologies. Uh, it is Stacy with you. I've said it before on Cruise Mornings. I love garage sailing. Um, I love Marketplace. I love thrift stores, collectibles, that sort of thing. Because I do, I really love like the 60s, that mid-century type style. So I love to look for furniture and stuff from that era. But also deep down, let's face it, what I want is to score something amazing where it's like, oh my God, this is worth thousands of dollars and I just found it for $4.99. Oh my, that's what I want to happen to me. And here is another example of just that happening to somebody else. Her name is Jessica Vincent. She's a thrifter from Virginia. She was out at her local Goodwill and she saw this beautiful iridescent glass vase swiped with red and green paint. It caught her eye. It was $3.99. And she's like, eh, why not? She noticed a small M on the bottom and thought it might be a piece of valuable Murano glass. Murano is an island off Venice. They make really fancy glassware. Long story short, it was. She did some research, figured maybe she was going to get a couple thousand dollars for it, which... That's a fantastic investment right there. Wow. Uh, so then she goes to an Italian glass collecting group on Facebook to get a better sense of what the va- vase was worth. And yes, that Facebook group exists. 
<laughs> Italian glass collectors. Regardless, uh, they were like, girl, go to an auction house right now. So she did. And it turns out the vase was made by this fancy Italian artist, Carlos Scarpa, as part of a series he did back in 1942. And it was expected to get between like 30 and 50 grand at auction. Um, but for some reason, bidders went crazy. It ended up going for $85,000. Why doesn't this happen to me? Again, I really feel like it's because Saskatoon is not a... We're not a very old city, you know? Um, Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I am always, though, on the hunt for my treasure. I want my 85 grand, please. Obviously, uh, Christmas break coming up right away. Everyone's got that buzz right now because I I do have uh, the next week off. So it's it's a good chunk of time and it's exciting. Everyone in the office has that buzz of like, yes, this is, you know, two more days and we can be on holidays. It's so fun. I love this time of year. And... And uh, one of the other things, too, that, you know, police and security experts always want to remind us of at this time of year, and it happens any other time of year as well, uh, but if you're going away, maybe don't announce it on um, social media, that sort of thing, because, you know... It's basically like saying, hey, we won't be home in case you want to steal our stuff. I saw a tweet from someone. It was so funny. Home security reminder. A lot of people are going away for Christmas, which makes their homes easy pickings for burglars. For security reasons, I strongly recommend leaving one of your children behind to construct a series of elaborate booby traps and defend your interests. Oh, Home Alone, such a good movie, Uh, but ultimately, yeah, it's a reminder for you to uh, keep things safe. Don't announce when you're leaving. Have someone check on your house. That's also for insurance reasons. You don't want to come home to a a leak in your basement. And also, don't leave your child behind. That's That's actually a terrible idea. Thursday before Christmas, you still have a few days. To get your Christmas shopping done, if you are someone who leaves it last minute, you have a few days before you even have to start shopping. Maybe you do everything on Christmas Eve. Good for you. You like to live dangerously. I do not. I think I'm done uh, for the year. Quick change of subject. Did anyone else sign up for that optical disk drive settlement? This has been popping up in my inbox for quite a while. And... (laughs) It's basically telling me, it's like, here's your Interact e-transfer for the optical disk drive settlement. And it wants me to deposit the money. And I was like, what the heck? Optical disk drive settlement? I I remember um, talking about it on the radio and saying how, you know, we were all basically getting 20 bucks if we ever, I think it was bought a blank CD I think. I can't remember. It was that long ago. And so I must have signed up for it as one of the people, um, the plaintiffs, defendants in this class action lawsuit. And so fast forward, obviously, class action lawsuits take a, a little bit of time in the courts. And now it's been settled and I was getting my 20 bucks. But I was so, <laughs> I was so paranoid about it. I was like, nope, this has got to be a scam. Optical disk drive settlement? That sounds weird. And it was like, hi, Stacy Cooper, your $20 is waiting to be deposited through my my BMO account. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it. So they've been sending me notifications being like, hey, don't forget, deposit your money. It's expiring soon. So finally this morning, I was like, okay, I gotta, I'm Googling this. 
And I did. I Googled it. It's totally legit. Uh, they sent a secured security answer. And they're like, yeah, check your previous email. I was like, I don't have one. It must be a scam. But there it was in my junk folder. Uh, long story short, if you've been ignoring that email about the optical disk drive settlement, it's legit. Take the money. It's 20 bucks in your pocket. That is Aerosmith, Love in an Elevator. I once talked over the ending of all those juicy harmonies and got an angry text from someone. So I won't ever do it again. You, how could you How could you talk over top? It's a beautiful ending. It is Stacy. How's it going? Um, Christmas, just a few days away. One of my favorite parts of Christmas is the meal. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Turkey dinner is the best. I... I could have turkey dinner like once a month. It's my favorite. My grandma's stuffing. Oh, it's so good. And the leftovers are probably also one of my favorite parts of Christmas, right? Because turkeys are gigantic. I know they come in different sizes, but my mom always gets one that's far too big. And then the unfortunate problem we're all stuck with is, oh, shoot, we had to take home a bunch of leftovers. It's great because turkey sandwiches on a bun after Christmas, whew, it's so good. Um, so yeah, leftovers, great. This is interesting. I saw an article about taking Christmas leftovers across the border. Um, I don't have anywhere to go into the United States, um, so maybe this doesn't affect me. But if it affects you, here's some information. All poultry products being brought into Canada must be retail packaged for human consumption and labeled as a product of the USA. Homemade food or leftovers containing poultry cannot be brought into Canada. What am I going to do with a Ziploc of leftover turkey meat? I don't get it. Other restricted poultry items? Um, restaurant food, poultry products and byproducts from roadside stands or farms, and poultry items from backyard flocks. So no rogue chicken breast, you guys. <laughs> Retail packaged things like eggs deli meat frozen whole turkeys are allowed chicken strips wings vacuum packed stuff like that that's fine but don't you dare bring your leftovers into canada they're gonna make you sit there and eat them right in front of the agents you know what i'd be fine with that i'd be like tuck in guys i got a bunch to eat you want some want some stuffing